Yesterday, electors met in all 50 states. So as of this morning, our country has officially a president-elect and a vice president-elect. Man. Like, it's the absolute minimal that he could have done. I'm glad he did it, even though the election was called as it has. You know what? I'm not even going to go there. Let me run the intro. Hello. Thanks for tuning in to the Keys to Gems podcast. This is your host, Lonoso. Keys to Gems fearlessly goes after a better understanding of every topic discussed. I hope you enjoy listening and take something away from each episode. And if nothing else, always know there is nothing we should fear discussing and understanding better. With that said, let's get to it. All right, all right, all right. Let's go ahead and jump into this housekeeping for episode 29. Thank you so much for being with me as always. And I hope that you're having a safe holiday season. I know it's not like holiday seasons of the past, but hopefully you're staying safe and your loved ones, friends and family are too. So first item in housekeeping, SCOTUS denied relief to the Texas lawsuit. Shaking my head. So an attorney working for 45 thought that they were going to bring a lawsuit to the Supreme Court of the United States. That's what SCOTUS is, in case you didn't know. And SCOTUS was not having any of it. They denied relief. And denying relief is the legal version of you won't get what you're suing for or we're not going to help you out here. It's good to see something working like it's supposed to in 2020. And and honestly, I didn't know how it was going to go. I know that historically, the Supreme Court has done their best to stay out of state's business. It's just good to see it. It's just good to see it. So, next thing, COVID vaccine is here. However, the bungling of the White House... um, is the response is responsible for the fact that we won't be getting vaccinations in large supply until the middle of 2021. See, the White House had a chance to buy more vaccines from Pfizer, and this uh, the another one is coming from Moderna, which you know don't know how that purchasing order went, but anyway, they had a chance to buy a larger amount of vaccines from Pfizer but declined to. And this was reported by many outlets, New York Times, Washington Post, CNN, etc. What this means is other nations got ahead of us in line to get it. So while you see it on the news, it's, first of all, it's two shots that you get with the Pfizer vaccine. It's not just one. So the number you're looking at, we need, you can kind of cut that in half because you need or I should say the number that we receive, you cut it in half and that's about how many people it can help, which is still good because some is better than none. And mind you, the ostensible line is for wealthy countries. I I don't, I don't even really want to go into this because it's actually a bigger topic than just a housekeeping item. 
But the United States and many other wealthy countries will have it before the poorer countries. So good for us. I debated putting the, the following, by the way, in here, but I had to. For the folks that are anti-vax, I wonder how many people you know with smallpox or polio. Meaning, vaccines work. I am not asserting that science should be replaced or should replace all logic or should replace all feelings. That's not my position ever. But, big but, it is a big but. Huge. <laughs> science has helped out in many ways, and especially in our nation. I don't think it's wise to turn your back on it. So, understand that vaccines, just like we've seen in the news as of today, and I believe yesterday, they have some people experiencing allergic reactions to the vaccine. Well, when you have things that are given an emergency use authorization, that means that the trials that it normally would go, to, go through to actually detect these allergies, that's not available. So then you find out with people experiencing it in real time and you don't have a chance to warn them. So that's totally normal. But lastly, mm, 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 good old Georgia, <laughs> home of the double recount. They have already started voting for the runoff election that's going to be on January 5th. And according to the Secretary of State, over 450,000 votes have already been cast for that election, which is I just think it's good for democracy and hopefully, you know, we'll get the results a little bit quicker than the presidential election results. But a lot of this or this runoff, a lot of this is really taking a like national news time because the control of the Senate really is up for grabs here. Does that mean everything will be great and Snap back to what many consider normal? Absolutely not. But it is a big deal, in my opinion. So let's pay attention to that. And if you're in Georgia and you have registered to vote, please do. Because you had to register for this runoff. That's it. Let's get to this week's topics. So topic one, I want to talk to you about the Soldier's Creed. <laughs> Part of my life was spent as a soldier, as many know, that listen to this. And I was a proud soldier of the United States Army. I absolutely would do it all again, perhaps as an officer, though. But if it was asked of me to serve, I would. During training, we said the Soldier's Creed a lot. Now, obviously, this could be seen as indoctrination or brainwashing by some. I don't take those type of stances. I, I just don't think that. To me, it was more than that. In order, I think, to understand it best, I think it's best to hear the Soldier's Creed. So, the Soldier's Creed. I am an American soldier. I am a warrior and a member of a team. I serve the people of the United States and live the Army values. 
I will always place the mission first. I will never accept defeat. I will never quit. I will never leave a fallen comrade. I am disciplined, physically, and mentally tough, trained and proficient in my warrior task and drills. I always maintain my arms, my equipment, and myself. I am an expert and I am a professional. I stand ready to deploy, engage, and destroy the enemies of the United States of America in close combat. I am a guardian of freedom and the American way of life. I am an American soldier. So, while going through the training as individuals do, the physical and mental building of a soldier is taking place in different ways and on many levels. You begin to understand the purpose for the toughness of training. The very first line of the Soldier's Creed. I am an American soldier. It means something to be a soldier. Less than 1% of the United States population ever gets to put on a uniform of military in any branch. A smaller portion of the population gets to serve in combat. An even smaller portion gets to see combat more than one time. I'm part of that smaller, smaller portion. But the I am an American soldier, that's the first thing you need to realize when you're in that training. You're not just Bob Warner or Samantha Watkins. Names I made up, not people I know. <laughs> you, are an, you are a soldier. You are a warrior and a member of a team. A warrior. That concept has many meanings to some. Some people use that term warrior when talking about sports figures. Oh, he was a warrior. He went out there and performed. And well, warrior is a little bit different to me because I don't know any sports where you're getting shot at or blown up. I serve the people of the United States and live the Army values. Hmm, life of service. Which means it's not about me, it's about the greater good. Army values, leadership, discipline, selfless service. All that is important, all that is ingrained into you. And you learn it through the many mornings of waking up for PT because you have to understand why you're doing PT, you shouldn't, you can't accept defeat. Why you might not be able to run this far now, you might have to run this far for your life or to save someone else's life. You also have to realize that, as it says in the creed, I am disciplined physically and mentally tough, trained and proficient in my warrior task and drills or tasks. I always have a problem saying that word. So you have to become a better person, a better version of yourself. And this isn't an easy thing. It was, while it's memorable, I, I wouldn't want to go through training again. The Army part, regular Army part, as we call it, yeah, that's fine. Training sucks. But it's to build, it puts you in a different mindset. It's so weird. I remember going to see the movie 300 when I got out of basic on graduation day in class A's and all. And <laughs> I remember the previews starting before the movie. 
And because the lights went on, I went to sleep. I was literally trained to see. I woke up like, I'd say three quarters of the way through the movie. I ended up seeing it eventually all the way through, but it was just your body's condition. Lights out, sleep. So why do I say all of this? Well, we may not have a creed as individuals in the United States, but we wake up daily with a similar being in mind. And we are all human. We are citizens of the country. Some of us have different levels of love for, but it's the one we have. It follows then that we must understand and we must be understanding and aware of that commonality daily. Encouragement from others around this time of year. It is statistically not that bad as far as suicide goes, but suicide is, I'm not saying suicide isn't bad this time of year, but what I'm saying is the people get into the doldrums all throughout the year. It's not just this time of the year that it happens. And suicide may be an exit for some, and especially during these hard times, because there are still people that are jobless. There are still people that are homeless now that weren't homeless at the beginning of the year. In fact, we're far from it at the beginning of the year. So that commonality, while we lack a creed, so to speak, we do have that common experience of we're all living through this. And then the vaccine gets here. It helps, but it's not returning us to normal. It's not necessarily returning jobs back to the people that need them. It's not exactly putting food in the stomachs of hungry children and families. I say, or I should say I said, the creed, because it t- that creed touched every part of a person's life, physically and mentally tough, being proficient in your task and drills, being a warrior. We lack a creed that would give us that type of guidance. We lack a creed that would give us that type of cut and dry understanding of what the hell we are experiencing now. Yet, we still have to live. So, I present this to you just as an option. While it is very important that we enjoy ourselves when we can. While it is very important, we are thankful for what we have been given or what we have gotten back after losing. Remember, we don't have the ability to articulate some of the suffering. We don't have an ability to to really engage equally on a mental level with how people feel during this time of year. This is just a reminder. We all have that commonality of being human. We all have that commonality of needing to maintain a certain toughness, a certain certain level of intelligence and wherewithal with regards to our systems of government. As a soldier, I experienced many things that some I can't talk about. Certain things that... I can talk about and choose not to because of how thought, depending on the audience, how it may be received. 
And then certain things I experienced, I know that as real as there are to me, or as real as they are to me, pardon that, I could never articulate it accurately enough to describe the feeling. And I think for sometimes we, we, we might be in a situation mentally or emotionally where we feel that things could be better or things could be or things should be better or things should be seen as a certain certain way. But we don't really know how to articulate that because it's just in us. It's that it factor, as some, some people might say. It is the case, though, that just because it can't be said doesn't mean it won't be felt. So as a reminder, be very mindful of what's going on. The toxicity that has pervaded our country for the past, or I should say has been pervasive throughout our country because of 45, them versus us. I don't know how long it'll last. And again, most people might say, well, I don't experience that in the day to day. You only see it if you look at national news or news discussion programs. And that's kind of true. But when it comes down to getting things done, for example, the stimulus bill that they have bipartisan support for, they're talking about maybe $600 for stimulus checks versus $1,200. It's the taxpayer's money and they're apportioning it saying you all don't essentially saying if you don't give them 1200 you give them 600 said you're saying they don't need it but you can't communicate that to it so you need to be educated about what's going on you need to be engaged in the army would you had mortars or something being shot at you or lob lobbed at you you had things that you could do to protect yourself you had to maintain your body the best, the best ability is availability. And if you're sick or if you're broke, as the Army says, you're no good to the Army. You're no good to your team. So wear your mask. So it's good that Pfizer got the vaccine here. It would have been better if the White House didn't bungle the purchase of the doses. But since they did, we have to deal with where we are. That's why it matters. That's why attention to those type of details matters. Because it cannot be the case that we live in this country, we are experiencing this commonality of existence, and then we fail each other for not being engaged. The Soldier's Creed. Man, I remember saying it loud and proudly. Still gives me chills. Even prepping for this, I read it, and I can hear the words echoing off the halls in Fort Benning, Georgia. You might be doing okay if you're listening to this, but many are not. So help where you, help where you can. Be engaged. Stay alert. Stay alive, as we say. Stay alert of the things that are going on. Don't let toxicity, hate, and misinformation be repeated by you. And I'm not telling you to engage craziness i'm not doing that but be aware that it's there and be a beacon of light be a beacon of the good that we have in our existence with that said let's jump to topic two
for topic two is going to actually be a couple of things thrown in there that I want to make sure good information gets out there. I, I may not have a reach of, let's say, a CNN, but I want to make sure that the people that do listen, thank you again for listening. <laughs> I want to make sure that you all have reliable, good information. So first thing, there is a report political put out that FDA says Pfizer vaccine bios hold extra doses and expanding supply. So as some may know, like if you go to the store and buy a, to say a juice, and it says eight flowing ounces, chances are there's a little bit more, a little bit less of juice. It's not necessarily dead on accurate at eight. The reason they do that is because it's better, one, it's better to have more than not enough. Also, when you draw up the vaccine out the vial, depends on the type of needle you're using, and what you'll get. So some aren't, no, I should say, not all needles are made the same. Now, all needles that are used in healthcare, in hospitals, they are, they do have a standard. So if they say one cc, that is one cc. But while you're drawing it up, it may pull a little bit more or a little bit less. So it's not just saying that there's a, oh, there's an abundant supply. We have nothing to worry about. Everything's going back to normal. That's just a normal overfilling of vials. And please be sure that you don't, if you read it or if you happen to see it, just understand that healthcare workers should get them first. Elderly people should get them first. And the reason they should get them first, one, healthcare professionals, obviously, while you may have essential workers that work in other industries that deal with the public, if you don't have healthcare workers, those licensed nurses and doctors, you're not going to have a lot of people getting taken care of. And again, everybody won't get the vaccine. I get that. But for those that will, <sighs> that is a story out there. And I, I really, truly, truly, truly hope that more people than not get the vaccine. The second topic. 45 and his tomfoolery. Look, I'm not trying to beat a dead horse. I should look in to see where that phrase came from. It's a very odd phrase. But I'm not trying to beat a dead horse. But I need you all to understand this. Certain things are prescribed by law. And certain things, as you heard in the intro with Mitch McConnell stating, oh, we officially have a president-elect. Technically, the state's electors saying that, yeah, these votes go to, or the electoral college votes go to this candidate or this candidate. Yeah, okay, that's technically, yeah. But January 6th is another day that the Congress, Senate, and House of Representatives have to certify those results. So it's out of the state's hands. What I want to caution you is to make sure that you understand that 45 is not, he's not a good winner. He's not a good loser either. And a lot of the things that he does, I don't know if it's psychi if it's a psychi uh, psychiatry, <sighs> mental instability. I don't know why the hell he does some of the shit he does. But what I do know, just remember, the country has survived worse. A lot of things seem or may seem worse than it is because 
of how much we see it. I've mentioned this before, we have a lot of things that are put in front of our face, even if you go to the Google app, sometimes they give you like top stories based on what you're searching. And you might see, oh, this is, Trump is threatening not to leave the White House or he's threatening to have um, a event at the same time as the inauguration. Doesn't fucking matter if he has that event. January 20th at noon, according to our constitution, Biden gets sworn in. That's it. He can have whatever event for the MAGA folks he wants. Party out, get COVID or not get COVID. That's up to them. Make sure you're staying calm during this time. Because as much as going on, we already have a lot to deal with. He is still a person that likes to muddy the waters and cause concern where there is none. Like today, they wrote, he rolled back the regulations that govern how much water, this is a real thing, y'all, how much water comes out of a faucet or shower head and can be used in toilets. If only he were that focused when talking about COVID. This is a real, when I read this, I literally had to put my phone down and sit back and I looked up at the ceiling saying, this is a real thing. This is like a 2020 story. We couldn't, we wouldn't hear this normally, but it's a thing. So a lot of things might be spiked up because of the time and the 35 days is the time we're recording this Wednesday, the 16th of December. Stay calm. We're going to get through it. Last thing. And I know this is hard to hear from somebody that is disembodied, meaning you're only hearing my voice. To all my listeners, far and near, please do not drink and drive this holiday season. I know everybody is not going to go in, or stay to the COVID regulations as far or recommendations as far as staying in house, staying around people you know. Some people have parties. Some people will go to parties. Just make sure you're not drinking and driving. You don't need to take your life or life of someone else or risk I don't know how it is in others. Well, I do know how it is in Michigan. But in Texas, you can go ahead and get hicked up for about $10,000 worth of fines and jail time. So I'm not saying this to make you scared. I'm saying that to hopefully keep you reminded of the responsibility. While this time does allot us some recreation time and some time to be with friends and family, don't let that recreation turn into a situation that affects your life negatively. It's not worth it. With that said, hopefully this episode is giving you something to think about. I'm trying to keep it light purposely <laughs> during this time of year because we got enough. Stay safe, wear your mask, wash your hands, social distance. This has been episode 29 of the Keys to Gems podcast. This is your host, Lon Oso. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next week.